Hi. Welcome to In Bed with Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we will explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your car mechanic, who's underneath your car, working on it, but is secretly thinking about going down on a woman and eating her out. I could be reading from a gardener, who does your lawn, but secretly thinks about hosing down your next-door neighbor's wife. I could be reading from your babysitter, who you secretly have a thing for, but what you don't know, she's been hooking up with your wife. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies you want to share, or even if it's just to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. You can also reach me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought of the day at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, one six two, And remember, by submitting a story and question, you certify the following is true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You are 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content, or racial slurs, will not be aired. And... You're releasing all rights to the creation. Don't forget to go to ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards and vote for me for Best Adult Industry Podcast and Best Lifestyle Podcast. You can vote once a day and the voting ends on July 31st. So you still have time to vote for me once a day, of course. Looking for a little more Nikki? Head over to patron.com forward slash in bed with Nikki. You can't find me on the search. They hate me. Um, $5 a month gets you an extra show on Friday and early access to this one. Remember, $5 a month and some more surprises coming next month. Need something sexy? Need something curious? Head over to fullswapshop.com in bed with Nikki and you can find everything from kinky to very curious that even you can put on your office desk. Summer's coming. I know I'll be wearing my hat. Will you? Thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the confessions and questions that are coming in. Keep them coming. I have to be honest, though. I think we're looking at, if you sent in one now, um, probably the middle to end of June, it will be aired. I can't promise anything, but remember, we do still have patrons, so your story may be over there also. You just never, ever know. But again, if you send it this week, it's probably going to be middle to end of June. I have to say I'm really enjoying these questions. They are, you guys are really, really thinking outside the box on some of them. And I am absolutely loving it. I really, when I started these, I thought I would just get generic, like favorite position and things like that, or favorite lube, favorite toy, that kind of thing. No, you guys are really, really, really digging here and I'm expanding my mind and I find it very sexy. So keep them coming. Ha ha ha, right? (laughs) 
Dear Nikki, what is the oddest way you have ever masturbated or the oddest thing you've ever used to get off? When I was younger, I'd get on my back, I would get my cock hard and put baby oil or lotion on it and then do the bicycle motion to rub my cock to get myself to come. I don't know why I would do it that way other than it felt really good. But getting closer to 50, I can't imagine doing it that way. My back hurts just thinking about it now. The oddest way to masturbate. You know, when I think of the word odd itself, um, to me, it means unique, never done before. So when I say the oddest thing I've ever used would be pool jet, to me, that doesn't seem odd. Right up there, if you would hear someone say, you know, cucumber or carrot or anything like that. Now, over the years, I have heard shower curtain, teddy bear, pillows, the arm of a chair, you know, like your couch or whatever, pudding, uh, the the toilet paper roll. The, I don't get that one because eventually it would chafe, I think. And then you would be out of commission if someone really wanted to fuck you. I don't know if I've talked about this before. I found sex boring and I really didn't know how to touch my body until my 20s when I had someone teach me and learned that I need a little more than most women do to get me stimulated. So that being said, I, I have never used anything odd on me, but exploring, having someone explore with my body, I don't think you would consider odd, but there are objects around your house that can be used. A good place to start, your kitchen. There you go. Dear Nikki, is it even possible to be with a woman who is sexually adventurous and doesn't mind if you like porn or actually likes porn as well? <laughs> Hi, my name is Nikki and I watch porn. <laughs> I love when my partner and I watch porn together. I even like it when I'm sucking him off or stroking him while he's watching porn. Ex porn, even as trashy as it is for free porn. I mean, let's be honest, unless I'm missing a site to find good porn, you have to pay for it. But I think porn, erotic stories, is a good way for you and your partner to go, what if? So I having a partner that would be sexually adventurous and explore that part of you and explore that side. I like that idea. Um, but there are women that just, it, porn doesn't do anything for them. Just like people will ask me all the time, do men really still call phone sex? Yeah, they do. It's just how they get off. So porn may not be for her, but doesn't necessarily mean that she's not sexually adventurous. You just have to learn how to talk to her, learn how to speak to her. And if you are open for your sexually, you know, you can't expect her to be open if you're not. And what I know what frustrates me when I've been with a partner before is when I've asked their fantasies and I've been open with mine, they honestly tell me I don't have any. And that to me is a complete lie because we all have fantasies. We all have sexual desires. It's a matter of how we communicate with them. And sometimes when I, when, when I was with this person and they told me they didn't have any, I, it made me reflect, are they that shy to tell me about it or are they ashamed of it? And that's one thing with a partner you can't force, or if you think you know their desires, never, ever, ever say it. Because if it's something extreme, like a man wanting to suck a cock or a woman wanting to be with another woman or a transsexual or anything else, they're going to come to a point in their life when they're maybe exploring this with you. And you never want to give them the idea of, wait a minute, I don't actually desire this. It's you projecting it on me. So let your partner come clean in their own words, in their own voice, and listen to them as they go into detail of what they want and desire. Dear Nikki, 
I'm really not into that femdom bullshit. I've tried it before and it turns out it's just women trying to get free money and steam cards trying to scam you. Fuck that. Every girl I've actually hooked up with has seemed very submissive. I don't want a completely dominant woman. What I'm looking for is equal intimacy. I want a girl who wouldn't mind telling me what she wants me to do to her a girl who wouldn't mind being on top. Yet it seems like it's ingrained in their DNA to be the bottom and submit. I have limited experience, however, and I'd like to know what you think. To me, it sounds like what you're describing is what I call it haven't mentioned in a couple episodes, what I call a selfish lover. A selfish lover is one that always or majority of the time expects you to initiate. Um, and it becomes once it becomes a chore to always initiate, the person always initiating goes through a phase of you just not into me, you're not attracted to me, you're not I don't desire you don't desire me anymore, or whatever. And it could be a lot of factors of why that's not happening. Low libido, stress you name it. But again, we're not doctors here, so we can't go into that realm. However, have you ever tried maybe while you're going down on her, if that's your thing, or playing with her, touching her, and just maybe telling her, teach me how to touch you. Show me what you like. Start by the little things. A partner that's that closed up isn't going to go, hey, I want to have a female orgy and I want you to watch. They're just not going to do it. Um, It's going to take time to draw that out, especially with something that big. Now, a woman being on top can be very sexy. Uh, A lot of men like it because it is them spinning butts. You can still be a dominant man and have a woman on top. Don't get me wrong. You can control the penetration. You control the strokes, that thing. And you can only allow her to go so far down on your cock, teasing her with your cock. But, you know, that's a different story, right? Be being submissive. I get very, 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 very sexually aggressive if I'm wound up. So if I've been edging myself, say two days, three days, and my lover comes home, I'm going to be on him like white on rice. But what even turns me on even more is if it denies me. I mean, eventually he pays me off in the end, right? So ladies, what do we need to be dominant at times? What do we need to be do to be aggressive? What holds us back? Gentlemen, The same question to you, because I've had a partner where I was always the instigator and he was a selfish lover. How do you and what do you do to make sure you communicate that or make the first move? What do you do to keep it in check where you are dominant or do you switch back and forth? Do you like somebody that's submissive or do you need someone that's equally sexually aggressive as you? And what do you do to achieve that? I really want to know. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's pour some Woodford, with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I've got a ton of stories that are all true. I'm in my 50s now and was described by my mother to friends of hers as quite social, which is true. The first story I'm going to give you is about visiting my female doctor after about 10 visits. She hadn't given me a physical as of yet and said, I think we should get you a physical. My doctor is about 45, not particularly good looking, no makeup, Ukrainian, heavy accent, short hair, from the looks of her clothes, no tone on her body, very small chested, probably 120 pounds, 5'6". So I get undressed as she asked me to. She comes back in about 10 minutes later with a bottle of lube and some towels. I had a towel over my cock and balls. She pulls up the towel and asks me to stand. She runs her fingers down my spine, taps me in a few places, blah, blah, blah. But 
when she ran her fingers down my neck and the back of it and kind of made me twinge below. I started getting hard and she saw my seven and a half inch cock start to swell. I thought of everything but sex to make it go away. It wouldn't. Just got so hard, I thought it was going to split skin. She then grabbed and rolled my balls in her right hand with her left hand on my arm. She rubbed under my arms and my nipples and then asked me to get on my left side with my right leg pulled up closer to my chest. She said, I'm going to touch you now and inserted a finger in my very hairy asshole. She went in quite deep and rubbed my prostate for so long, I was sure she found something. It felt so fucking good. I stuck my ass toward her as she rubbed up and down on my prostate. I grabbed her right hand and kept it in me. She then put two fingers in me a bit roughly and started going in and out faster and harder. We linked our baby fingers on her other hands and as I started to jerk my dick, not embarrassed to do it in front of my doctor as she was literally finger banging my ass. My cock was covered in semen that leaked out from being hard and prostate massaged. My balls were now tight and my doctor squeezed them again after redawing from my asshole. She said to me in her thick accent, do it, do it. Let me watch ejaculation. So I rolled on my back, grabbed her hand, and my other hand went to her tiny tits through her blouse and bra. I could barely feel her nipple, but it was enough to squeeze and pinch. We both were making whispering, moaning sounds, more like loud breathing. My legs were spread wide so she could watch me jerk my cock. I started to feel it boil in my balls. I made her finger me again to hurt me. I told her to be rough. So she stuck two fingers with rings on her fingers and started ripping my ass apart. More pre-cum leaked out and I saw her watching it in between looking at me. I finally said, I'm coming for you. And spurt after spurt after spurt came out of my hard, veiny dick. She said, oh, I've never seen before as my sperm shot out all over my stomach. She pulled her fingers out of my aching, maybe bleeding asshole and started to rub it into my cock and balls and stomach. She took a small amount and put it into her mouth and tasted me. She smiled. Her sperm-covered hand grabbed and intertwined with one of my hands. My cum sticking our hands together. I wanted to kiss her. Suck her small tits and finger fuck her cunt. But not this time. She told me she'd never seen a man ejaculate before in person and that it was fascinating and very sexy. She kissed the end of my softening cock squeezed my balls hard enough to make me grunt and said, I'll leave the room so you can dress and clean up. She came back with my renewal prescription list and said, I want to see you next month and get your PSA checked out before you come back. And that was that. I went home, jerked off what cum I had left in my balls thinking of my doctor. I've jerked off 20 times to her since. That was a week ago. So it will be interesting to see what happens next month. Rob. Hello, Rob. How are we today? <laughs> this was hot. I will be completely honest. Because, and I say that because there was one time that my gynecologist left. And most women won't go to a man. I don't care if you're qualified, get down there and play. Well, I guess it wouldn't be play. But he did. 
Oh, so I, I don't have quite as a good of a story as you. I don't mean, I didn't get to come or anything, but his fingers did linger a lot. <laughs> and yes, I stayed with him until I moved. And there are times that I pull out my vibrator and play with my pussy and clit and think of him. He was much older, tall. Oh, I can't remember, though, much about him. I remember his voice and I definitely remember his hands. Nice, big, calloused ones. So, ladies and gentlemen, would you let your doctor play? Would you let them play with you like they played with Rob or even me? I think it's a fantasy some of us have, maybe even all of us at some point, even if it's just for a lingering few minutes. Have you jacked off to the thought of a doctor getting you off? Your dentist making you swallow his cum or lick her pussy as you're vulnerable in the chair? Because... Let's be honest, when they recline those chairs so far back, yeah, my dentist is pretty good looking. And I'll have to admit, I have fantasized about him. And if you're in Jeff City, and I know there's a few of you, I'm not telling you his name. <laughs> Dear Nikki, I'm a middle-aged married guy, and I always considered myself to be straight. I've only been with women, and I love pussy. But I've always been on the kinky side, and I'm pretty open to trying new things especially anything that turns my wife on. We've often incorporated a realistic dildo in our sexual adventures, which started out with my wife sucking it while I fuck her or fucking herself with it while I watch. One day, I used it to fuck her while going down on her, which really got her excited. This eventually led to her coaxing me into putting the dildo in my mouth to clean her pussy juices off it, which I happily obliged. After all, it's just a dildo, not a real cock. I'll do anything to turn her on. Not to mention that I absolutely crave the taste of her pussy. It wasn't long before we were pretending that the dildo was actually her cock, and I was eagerly licked and sucked on it for her. Soon, she was telling me to come on her cock and then go down and suck it clean for her, which I had no problem doing. Not only am I kinky and will do pretty much anything to turn my wife on. I do enjoy being dominated by her, and I've always loved going down on her after coming inside her pussy. During one of our more intense sex sessions, I was passionately licking her pussy and sucking on her clit. She slowly pushed the dildo down by my mouth and told me she wanted to pretend that it was another man. It turns out that she had a fantasy I wasn't aware of before, a male-male-female threesome with some bisexual play. This isn't something I've ever considered or wanted before, but in my state of high sexual arousal, I not only agreed to play along with the fantasy, it actually turned me on, and we've since made this a regular part of our sex play. She loves being in the 69 with me as I lick her pussy while fucking her with the dildo, and she goes crazy when I kiss passionately while sucking the dildo together as if it were a real cock. The question is, would we ever make this fantasy a reality? Could we ever go through with it? Normally, I'd say no, as I'm not attracted to men at all. But in the heat of the moment, I actually find myself fantasizing about it, always combined with my wife playing the dom and me submissively doing anything she tells me to do. This probably won't ever go beyond just a fantasy. But then again, I did say I'm open to trying new things. Alex. Hello, Alex. I love that you explore. That's completely hot. 
any man or woman that's open to pleasing and exploring with her partner is incredibly sexy for me. It just, I don't know if you guys will, and but you just even role playing it and thinking of the possibilities. There's a lot of couples that are just right there with you that that's all it'll ever be is a fantasy. And they're not ready or will never be ready to cross that line because you can't uncross it once you cross it, anything in life, right? So I say keep going. But in our state of high, you know, saturated lust when we're with our partner, what things, other things would you be willing to do? Do you think of crazy things that you normally don't do, like if you're by yourself masturbating or just normal sex, but there's something about your partner, your lover, your wife, your husband, or anybody else you're with, or your third, that drives you completely insane and you play out? just like Alex did, and his wife, of course. Would you be willing to give it to him? Would you be willing to role play it? And would you cross that line or keep it there? That's the question that's always fascinating to me. Would it ever become a reality? Would you ever cross that line? Hmm. I know there's some things I could, but there's definitely some that I couldn't. Dear Nikki, my wife and I are celebrating our anniversary out of town for the first time in a very long time. We didn't have any big plans, but we were hoping just to have a good time away from our kids and just to celebrate our many years of marriage. As I was stepping out of the shower, my wife cracked open the bathroom door to say she was heading down to the hotel bar to wait for me so that we could head out for dinner and hopefully find a fun evening. So I entered the bar. There was my wife sitting with a very sexy woman. My wife turned and said, this is Nikki. And my first thought was, in bed with Nikki? Well, Nikki ordered us a round of Woodford Reserve with some filthy cherries. And at that moment, I knew it was her. I whispered to my wife who this had to be. And she asked, yes, it was Nikki. We mentioned how we listen to your podcast and often have sex during or after your show. The conversation quickly grew very sexy flirting, calming on her looks, her sexy voice, and telling Nikki about our anniversary and hoping to have some adventurous time. We bravely propositioned Nikki to come up to our room for another round of drinks and perhaps a bit more fun. She said she was waiting on her friend Darcy, who was running late, so it would be her pleasure to come up to our room. As we exited the elevator, Nikki watched as my wife and I began to fondle and kiss each other as we were putting on a show. We entered the room and stood at the foot of the bed in one large embrace and began taking turns kissing each other. The kissing led to the buttons being undone and the clothes being slipped off, nipples being pitched, pussies being rubbed through the panties, and one cock getting stroked. My wife and I laid Nikki back on the bed pulled her panties off and spread her legs apart and started taking turns licking her wet pussy. We kissed in between licks and then my wife excused herself so I continue eating Nikki's pussy. My wife emerged from the bathroom a few minutes later wearing a seven inch strap on and looked at me and told me I was in for a good fucking. My wife began to lube up her strap on and then lubed up my ass really good as I continued to lick Nikki's pussy. 
Then my wife slowly started guiding her shaft into my ass. I moaned in pure pleasure. Nikki held back the head of my head tight against her snatch, as I could feel her gushing all over my face and beard as she watched my wife hold my hips back and work my ass faster and deeper with her strap-on. Pumping my ass with ease now, my moaning got louder. Nikki now had her legs wrapped around my head, and she came over and over on my face. I licked her pussy, sucked on her clit, and drank up as much of Nikki as I could, as my wife continued to pound my ass like a pro. She then slowly pulled her cock from my ass and said to Nikki, Your turn, girl, which Nikki was happy to oblige. So now Nikki was cocked and ready to go. My wife held my ass cheeks apart, and I watched as Nikki slid the strap on in, inch by inch, into my already loosened up asshole. She took long, deep strokes into me, listening to my moans of pleasure, as my wife positioned herself in front of me so I could eat her soft, wet, shaved pussy. The experience was so intense, I didn't know how long I could handle the ecstasy. As Nikki continued to fuck my ass, my wife used her feet to stroke my throbbing cock as I continued to devour pussy. This continued for at least 15 minutes until I couldn't stand it anymore. The cum was building up in my balls and my shaft. My wife could feel how hard I was and knew I was ready to blow my load. My wife said to Nikki, pull him up on his knees, keep fucking his ass and reach around and stroke his cock. Nikki was a pro and knew just how to work a strap on and jerk a guy off. Nikki rubbed the head of my cock slow, then long strokes up and down my shaft as my wife fingered her pussy watching the show. Nikki felt my cock begin to pulse and told my wife that I was about to come. Rope after rope, a thick cum fired out of my cock, covering my wife's tits, stomach, legs, and feet. The most incredible orgasm I'd ever had. Nikki and I stayed in that position, hand around my pulsing cock, strap on in my ass, as we watched my wife begin to convulse as she rubbed and fingered her pussy, and then wave after wave of cum starting to squirt from her pussy and onto my softening cock and stomach. What a beautiful sight that it was. We collapsed on the bed in exhaustion after what just happened. Nikki was a fantastic third, and my wife looked at me and said, Happy anniversary, babe. We laid there and watched as Nikki got cleaned off, dressed, wrote down her number on the notepad on by the bed, and told us if we were ever looking for some more pegging fun to give her a call and see if she had a free weekend. That was the best anniversary we had ever had. Mr. F. First of all, happy birthday. <laughs> this was incredible. Um, I liked that your wife reached out to give you something very sexy. See, ladies and gentlemen, people do explore. People do explore things with their partners. They open up and say, this is what I need. This is what I want. Let's, let's see where this can go. Now, that being said, I have pegged somebody. It's been quite a while, but I have. And it was very incredible to watch him come. And I did do it this way. Reached around, felt his cup explode and pulse in my end. Something that I always find exciting, arousing, is watching my partner's face. The lust, passion, the ability just to let go and give it all to me. Now, do you do that with your partner? 
You really should, even if it doesn't involve pegging. Dear Nikki, before I start, I want to say I love your podcast. I just stumbled upon it a few days ago, and now I'm kicking myself for not finding it sooner. It would have made a quarantine life way more fulfilling. I have so many stories for you, but I'll start with this one. When I was 19, I was invited to a party. It was a friend of a friend kind of thing. So I don't know the party host, but I would have had a few friends that would be there. And let's face it, any chance for this 19-year-old to get some booze is a win. The party was going to be a birthday party for two of the hosts, so I decided to dress sexy. Since I didn't have any other gifts to offer, I wore a tight, low-cut blouse that made my girls practically spill out. I pulled on the smallest skirt I could find and left nothing to the imagination and hopped in my car for the party. When I got to the house, they actually checked IDs at the door. It wasn't that they didn't allow underage people to drink, but they had a rule if you were underage and drinking, you either needed a different ride home or you had to leave your keys and couldn't drive home till morning. It was annoying as I only was going to have a few, but I understood being responsible and shit. After I downed my first drink, I started to survey things a bit to get an idea of where I was going to sleep for the night. They had plenty of couches and a few air mattresses propped against walls for people to use. These guys were prepared, but this put my mind at ease a bit, knowing I'd have a place to crash so I got back to drinking. I met one of the hosts, Sean. I wouldn't say he was a conventionally hot, but something about him really drew me in. Not that he was ugly by any means. He just wasn't someone you'd see on a billboard or anything. The best description I'd give him was a shorter and much more awkward version of Jason Siegel. But he was also really funny and had a certain swagger about him that was kind of turning me on a bit. At some point, I decided I wanted to give him a birthday BJ. I told him I had a present for him and led him to his bedroom, but a few people were passed out on his bed. Sean was a little angry that people were on his bed, but I didn't want to wait, so I just led him to another room. We tried going into the upstairs bathroom, but someone was in there throwing up. We tried the downstairs bathroom, but it was locked, and we didn't know what was going on in there. Each bedroom was occupied. The garage had beer pong set up. Even the crawl space under the stairs had people playing a drinking game. It was a warm summer day out, so I thought, fuck it. I led Sean outside and took him under the backyard deck. It was a very tall, so we could easily stand up under there. Sean didn't really know what was going to happen. He thought maybe we would make out. At most, I'd flash my tits. He didn't have any idea of my true intentions. I positioned him against the house, under the deck, paying attention to where people were standing above us. I wanted to make sure no one knew we were down there. Sean asked if I was going to flash him or something. I said that wasn't the plan, but if that's what he wants, he shall receive. I took my shirt, I unclasped my bra, and freed the girls from their confines. Sean's eyes lit up. He liked what he saw. I had to hush him a bit, making sure nobody heard us. Then, I told Sean that showing my tits wasn't the real reason I took him out there. I dropped to my knees. His eyes got even bigger. I fiddled with his belt unzipped his pants, and pulled them to the ground. Because of the light above, it was surprisingly well lit down here. I could see the bulge in his underwear, but couldn't quite tell what was coming my way. I pulled down his underwear and was immediately smacked in the face with the most enormous dick I've ever seen. 
If I didn't know any better, I'd say it was an elephant's trunk. After a few seconds of admiring what I was staring at, I moved in for the blowjob. I started by slowly licking the shaft from the base on up to the tip. I wrapped my lips firmly around the tip while swirling my tongue around the mushroom head. Sean was starting to writhe a bit, overwhelmed by the sensations. I then tried to keep my best deep throat, but the attempts were rather futile. So I just kept sucking and licking, getting him closer and closer to the edge. He warned me that he was getting close, so I asked him where he wanted to come. In my mouth? On my face? On my tits? It was up to him. Sean said he wanted just to come all over my face and tits. I kept stroking his cock, licking the tip, and waiting for his release. Then I noticed something. I was so preoccupied with what we were doing while paying attention to people above us that I didn't realize where we were. It was this moment that I realized we were standing in front of a window to the basement. We had about a dozen spectators witnessing the debaucherous act. I yelled, wait, just as Sean doused me with his thick, milky cum. It was in my hair, got in my eye, up a nostril, and filled my mouth and covered my tits. <laughs> it wasn't until he was done releasing that he realized what I'd did just seconds before. Sean immediately took off his own shirt and used it to wipe the cum off of me. At this point, everyone in the party was either watching us from the window or standing above us watching down through the slits of the deck. We gathered our clothes the best we could and walked back into the house. Me topless, still covered with some cum, and Sean completely naked. People were cheering and yelling various comments. It was a bit of a blur, so I don't remember the specifics. He led me to his bedroom, and luckily those that were passed out there were gone. Sean shut and locked the bedroom door. He grabbed a towel and finished cleaning his cum off of me, kissing me, and telling me how beautiful that I am. He then laid me back, reached up my skirt to find no panties. He grinned from ear to ear as he pulled off my skirt and got ready to go down on me. I was already absolutely drenched, my wetness running down my legs. He removed my shoes and socks and started licking from my toes up my legs, behind my knees, and up my thighs. He was paying attention to every square inch of my body except my pussy. A few times his face would get near. I'm begging for him to lick my clit, but he doesn't. He moves on to my navel, whirling his tongue inside. He felt so deep inside my navel, but in a weird way. I could almost feel his tongue inside my pussy. Sean moves down towards my pussy again. My clit is absolutely throbbing. He goes in and just gently blows on my clit. My toes start tingling and I feel a warm rush all over me. I come and right then and there without him ever touching my pussy. That was when he finally planted his face in my vagina, licking deep within. I pushed his face firmly in my pussy, not letting him come up for air. He licks up all of my juices he can find, but it keeps on flowing. Finally, he starts working his tongue on my clit, nibbling a bit and giving his tongue a workout. I get that familiar, warm cessation again as I come once more, this time squirting a bit, returning the favor for the cum shot he gave me earlier. Sean then grabs a condom and starts fiddling with the wrapper. I tell him to stop messing around and fuck me. He immediately spins me around, bends me over the bed, and starts fucking me doggy style. He was struggling a bit to get in. I fucked a lot, but I never took anything that big before. I'm so wet that he manages to get it in before too long. It's probably not even ten minutes in, and I'm ready to come again. I ask if he's almost there. He said, yeah. 
I'm just waiting for you. Three or four more pumps and he comes deep inside me. I feel my pissy filling up with his fluid. We lay there for a second, absolutely exhausted. We quickly realize the bed is absolutely soaked. Between both of our cum and our sweat, the bed is drenched. He wraps a towel around me and told me I can take a shower while he changes the bed sheets. The bathroom is occupied at the time, but just by people talking so I can tell him. Sean walks out naked out into the room and tells him to get the fuck out of the bathroom and returns to his room. I start showering. He joins me sometime later. At this point, we're all sexed out, but we send a good while washing each other, kissing and caressing. We get cleaned and dried off and go back to his room. He offers me some clothes to wear to bed, but I decide I'd rather sleep naked. We went to bed and I fell asleep almost immediately. I thought I was just going to a party to have a few drinks that night, but it turned into one of the most satisfying sexual experiences of my life. Nothing else ever happened between Sean and I. We are still friends, but we never hooked up again or anything like that. After all, why would you want to ruin such a perfect encounter by getting emotions involved? More than anything, I learned that night, don't ignore those awkward guys. You just never know what they're hiding. Love, Amy. Amy, I'm glad you said it because I'm the only one that usually says it. You never, ever turn down the quiet ones. They are brave. And like you, Amy, when I get curious about it, I never approach. But when you catch my curiosity, I have to go play a little bit and feel it out and figure out why you're drawing me in. I have someone that has done that. And they're still a part of my life that it's just amazing how they drew me in. But I have to say, I laughed and I know you heard me laugh and but as soon as you went under I and I know you probably were in the sexual haze but I was like is there's usually always a basement window you know unless the, the basement's like completely buried on one side and I that's the first thing I but you know in a sexual lust haze I can see not even thinking about it and I'm not in sexual lust haze and I'm thinking of it so oh my god uh, yeah but um Kudos to you for bouncing back from that. Uh, most women or men couldn't, and so kudos to him. So, ladies and gentlemen, he's, they, she is right. Never, ever ignore the quiet ones. You never know what you're going to get. And I find they definitely are the kinkiest. My experience, anyway. Dear Nikki, I'm the woman who works in the, let's say, construction industry. I run a small retail store that sells supplies to contractors. I also happen to speak Spanish, though I'm not Latina, as this comes in handy with my career pursuits and sometimes other pursuits. One morning I was going about my day as usual, greeting customers, taking orders, when this absolutely drop-dead gorgeous man walked in. I have never in my life seen a man I was so intensely attracted to. He was tan, short, but muscular, covered in tattoos. Just my type. My mind immediately started parsing out ways to lure him in. I am hit on a lot at my job, and I usually never think twice of it. I see dozens of contractors a day, so it's just part of the work week for me. But this guy was different. I greeted him in Spanish as my practice with most of my customers, since many of them are Latinos. He smiled at me. I asked, can I help you find anything? In Spanish, he replied, No, I think I found what I'm looking for. The sexual 
tension was instantaneous. My mind went crazy with possibilities. As I helped him get what he came for, I could tell he wanted more. I asked what he was working on, how long he would be in the area, etc. His answers were provocative, to say the least. He told me he would be staying in the nearby hotel, just a few blocks from my store. In fact, that he would be in town just a few days to make some repairs to a job he had finished months earlier. I rang him up, hoping for more details, and to my chagrin, he bustled out the door. However, he left behind his receipt. Receipts are something contractants often want to keep for billing records, so this was unusual. I picked up the piece of thermal paper, fully intending to use it as an excuse to run after him in the parking lot, but as I looked at it more closely, I saw that he had written something on it, something for my eyes only. Corner Hotel, Room 217. Come see me. Werrita and his phone number. A shiver ran through my body as I pondered my options. My shift was up in a few hours. I could easily go see him after work. Werrita is something that Latino men always called me. Though it means white girl, it usually is a term of endearment, sort of a fetish they seem to have, especially for someone like me, white girl, who speaks Spanish. I decided I'd go for it. I ran into my house after work. Luckily, I lived near the store and picked up a few sexy undergarments to wear under my little black dress. I drove to the hotel, not knowing what to expect. It was a small hotel off the highway with doors to the rooms that opened onto the street. I climbed the stairs and found room 217, and after taking a deep breath, I knocked. I waited for what seemed like an eternity, until finally he answered. The smile on his face was boyish, as if he couldn't believe his note had brought me to his room. He laughed and said in Spanish, Mawarita, I didn't think you'd actually come. I countered also, nervous in Spanish, Pues estoy aquí. Well, I'm here. He took my hand and led me into his room. He put his hands on me, all over me, and drank in my body. He asked if he could kiss me. I replied, Si, sí, papi. I don't remember much after that, except I have never had sex like that in my entire life. He absolutely devoured me in every sense of the word. He kissed me everywhere, soaking in my body, and fucked me like no one ever has. Something about his absolute raw passion made me so wet. He told me he had never felt anything like my pussy. I came eight times that night. Still my personal record with a partner. After I left in the morning heading back to my job, I didn't see him again. I texted him once, but he never responded. He told me before I left that I would be for his forever Juarita, and I hope he holds the memory of our night in 217 and finds it whenever he needs it. You know who you are, and thank you very much, and I hope I didn't, or anybody that speaks Spanish, I don't, obviously, and I had to Google, even though she was very kind and broke every word down for me in very phonetically and simply, I still went to Google, which, and listened to the pronunciation. So again, if you speak Spanish, obviously you can tell I don't, but <laughs> I hope I did it somewhat right. I love the story. I love it for the fact that she took that chance and went to see him. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever, and I know I would be nervous too, even though I seem very bold, I would have to go, okay, let's go. But I always have sexy underwear on. It doesn't matter. Sexy bra, sexy panties. I don't own, even my cotton panties have lace all over them. So yeah, even you're not going to find me in granny panties. Just not going to happen. So, but I'm very proud of you that you went that extra mile, went home, put on that sexy black dress and seduced him. 
took that chance, reached outside of your box. Even though this was just a one night stand, sometimes one night stands, that's all they should be. And think of it this way. I guarantee you, you're in his spank bank. He probably even calls out Laurita every now and then when he thinks of you. I think this is a really good place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. If you have any erotic confessions, questions, or anything else, feel free to reach out at Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com. You can also do it anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the confessions tab. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram with really bad dad jokes and a sexy thought at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And in closing, did you like watching me? Me spread open for you with my vibe between my legs, playing with my clit. How much did you really want to lick me, taste me, and do it again? Or did you really enjoy just watching and me teasing you? Hmm. I really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, bye for now.